Does Supergirl soar above your standard TV fare? Welcome to the TV-holic previews, where we help you find the prime in prime time by checking out new shows and letting you know ahead of time which ones are worth watching. I'm Jason the TV-holic, and on this episode we are taking a look at CBS's new action-adventure drama, Supergirl. It is based on the DC Comics character Kara Zor-El, Superman's cousin, who while left Krypton at the same time as her infant cousin Kal-El, ended up on Earth some years later and has been living with the Danvers family and has been keeping her powers a secret, just wanting to fit in as a normal human. In so doing, she was raised sort of in the shadow of her foster sister, but now presently lives in National City and works as an assistant to a media mogul alongside her friend, Wynne Scott, and famous photographer James Olsen. However, things develop and Kara's days of keeping her secret come to an end, and she steps forward to protect her sister and the rest of the citizens of National City. The show will follow Kara as she tries to figure out how to negotiate her new persona and using her abilities with that of the very human persona she has been portraying for years now. It stars Melissa Benoist as Cara Danvers and Supergirl. If you were still watching Fox's Glee come season four, you may remember her as Marley Rose. I don't. I had long stopped watching that. Kyler Lee plays her sister, Alex Danvers. She played Lexi Gray, Meredith's sister on ABC's Grey's Anatomy. McCod Brooks plays James Olsen, who played Terrence King on USA Network's Necessary Roughness. Callista Flockhart plays the media mogul in question, Cat Grant. She of ABC's Brothers and Sisters and Fox's Ally McBeal fame. Jeremy Jordan plays Kara's friend at work. He was on NBC's Smash and played Jimmy Collins. And lastly, rounding out the main cast is David Harewood, who plays Hank Henshaw, who played CIA director David Estes on the first couple seasons of Showtime's Homeland. Supergirl is created by Greg Berlanti, Alex Kreisberg, and Ali Adler. They will also be serving as writers and executive producers on the series, with Adler serving as showrunner. Berlanti is quite the prolific producer and creator, going all the way back to faves like the WB's Everwood, and is presently part of the team behind the CW's Arrow and The Flash and NBC's Blindspot. But between the two, he's been a part of lots of different things, including shows like ABC's Brothers and Sisters, Eli Stone, and No Ordinary Family. Kreisberg is also part of the team that brought us the CW's Arrow and The Flash, but he has also worked as a writer and in various producer roles on shows like ABC's Boston Legal and Eli Stone and Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13. 
Adler has previously written and co-executive produced ABC's No Ordinary Family and episodes of NBC's Chuck. Also serving as an executive producer is Sarah Schechter, who is presently working in that capacity on Arrow and The Flash. The pilot is directed by Glenn Winter, who has worked as a cinematographer and director on The CW's Arrow and The Flash, and also on episodes of Smallville. That's who's behind it and who's in it, but is it worth checking out? And I give it a resounding yes. Just based on the pilot, this is my favorite new show of the fall, the one I've most been looking forward to getting a chance to see more of. It's fun, there's action, and Benoist is great in the dual role of Kara Danvers slash Supergirl. As the affable and slightly clumsy Kara Danvers, she is adorable. It might even be time to bring back Adorkable, because she sort of falls into that category here. But she also holds herself quite well in the action sequences, as well as some of the more dramatic aspects, as well as just the joy in certain situations as she starts to begin to use her powers and what that may mean for her in the future. The show looks like it will follow in a similar vein to recent CBS shows as the sort of serialized procedural hybrid, much like something like Person of Interest or Limitless, where we have some sort of problem of the week, but all of these play into a much bigger ongoing story arc. While I liked a lot of Smallville and watched it all 10 seasons, this here is not a no tights, no flights superhero show. We get that out of the way right quickly, which is one of the things I like. We get right to, this is the deal. While she will be watching her learn to use her abilities more because she's been keeping those at bay going forward, we do see her get right to it in the opening episode. Also, the thing that we get out of the way, which tends to be a problem in some of these superhero shows, is the secret identity. And while, yes, there will be a secret identity, who it's being kept from and who ends up knowing, we get a lot of that out of the way, too. So there won't be a lot of stupid plot points with trying to keep best friends or loved ones from finding things out. There's a lot of things that pop up in the first episode that we sort of find out about and set the stage for the ongoing story, which I think should be quite good. While there's plenty of action uh, drama, it also has a bit of a lighter tone, a la The Flash. And given that I've quite enjoyed the first season of The Flash and most of what they've done with Arrow and being brought to you by the same group, along with Ali Adler, who uh, I also quite liked. Uh, no Ordinary Family and Chuck and her work there. So I'm looking forward to seeing where this one goes, and we'll definitely be checking it out. The one thing I am glad about is that they seem to have decided not to make this part of the Arrow Flashverse. It's part of its own universe. And while it may have been cool, and they still sort of talk about there could be the possibility 
there would have to be some serious retconning go on to make that fit into those other worlds. But I just think it starts to create more and more problems for all the other shows when they start to be in each other's world because much like this show has sort of has the problem of if there's a big problem, how come Superman never shows up? It's just Supergirl and the basic reason being because this is her story and not his that tends to be an even bigger problem in these type of things where, you know, if Flash or Arrow were having a problem, you'd just be like, well, how come Supergirl hasn't flown over? This seems like this could be wrapped up really quickly. They already have that problem a little bit with things happening on Arrow and Flash. And why doesn't the Flash just zip over and help out with some things? So I think they're already going bigger with Legends of Tomorrow and things. And so I'm I'm really glad this one is just going to be it looks like it's just going to be its own thing. Supergirl premieres Monday, October 26th on CBS. It will be leading off the night, taking over for where The Big Bang Theory and Life in Pieces presently air, leading into Scorpion. And as always, I'll have uh, links to the official site as well as one of the trailers posted in the show notes at tvholic.com slash preview slash Supergirl. And uh, let me know, are you planning on checking out Supergirl? Is this uh, one that's been high on your list? Let me know in the comments on the show notes or hit me up on Twitter at the TVaholic. Uh, and let me know if you're as excited as I am to see more of Supergirl. And until next time, this has been the TVaholic Previews, Supergirl. <laughs>